We are happy to announce that this episode of the SW Show is partially brought to you by Humble Bundle. Well, not, not really. We are part of the Humble Bundle referral program, and we just wanted to say that if you like really cheap games and maybe helping charity pending the Humble thing going on, all you have to do is go to humblebundle.com forward slash question mark partner equals SWW. That's right. Humblebundle.com forward slash question mark partner equals SWW. And you just do your normal stuff and it just kind of helps us get a couple bucks here and there. Maybe it helps AJ go about his lights. Maybe it's my camera. Maybe we actually pay Corey for helping us out. But again, if you're going to go buy games anyway, it might be worth checking out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to these interview episodes of the SWW Show. I'm Mike. Today with me, a special guest from, I guess, just up north, so not around the world for once. Uh, to get us started, do you mind introducing yourself and the game we're here to talk about? Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Victor. I'm one of the people making a game called Explory Story. The The team, I guess the team name we operate under is Blue Pin Studio, even though... You know, that's kind of, uh, we deal with different contractors and stuff like that. So some people are, are not part of Bluepin Studio. They're just, uh, individual contractors. Nice. Do you mind? So what, so for people who don't know or who have not spent time to heavily researching a Steam page, what, what is Explory Story? Well, it's, uh, actually quite difficult to describe easily because there's not a lot of popular games like it to point to. But essentially, it's a it's like a top down, um, uh, kind of an, a top down RPG game, where you run run around on the surface of a book. So as you pass over certain words, as you interact with different words, uh, different effects happen. So for example, you might step on the word "heavy" and a boulder falls from the sky. And so you spend the game reading the text, um, reading the stories that we wrote, and interacting with the world, forming different sentences and causing different effects to happen. So that's a hundred percent. I think that's very unique. I don't know if I've seen that before. Um, where where did I guess I guess Bab is musical that I think of. But where did you kind of kind of come up with that that concept? Team up with that concept because because as you said, I think I said too. Yeah, it's not something we've really seen kind of before. Uh, yeah. Well, we were kind of forced to, to come up with something unique because the way uh, this game came about was through a game jam. We were participating in uh, the Ludum Dare game jam, one of the most popular ones out there. And, uh, well, um, you know, we had to come up with an idea for something, and we were playing around with the idea of, oh, maybe there should be words that you can walk on, maybe it should be a 2D platformer, maybe it's a typing game, something like that. So we kind of landed on this, where it's like a combination of maybe a game like Don't Starve and, and Baba is You, perhaps, would be the best way to explain it. Yeah, I, I think Bob is you is probably the best way I'm thinking of it, at least mechanically thinking about that. Um, so one of the things I'm, I'm very curious about is, so so I'm I, as I'm going, I have like the Steam page up on my one of my monitors and like a bunch of screenshots, trailer stuff. Um, how as a player, and then how as like someone who, uh, when you're looking at it, kind of how how do you know what 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 words are interactive, what aren't, kind of like what what is that kind of cycle like 
Well, um, we wanted to, it to be more of an exploration. Um, so it's not immediately obvious which words you can interact with and which words will cause uh, things to happen on the screen. Um, that's kind of where the explorey part comes in. Uh, so as you walk around, effects will happen to you and the words are highlighted and some words are not, uh, some effects don't repeat themselves. So if you step on the word again, it doesn't happen again. And some do. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a mystery, I guess, for the player because any word conceivably could do something. That was kind of what I was thinking too. Like even watching kind of the stuff, I'm like, I'm like, when you they go through words, I'm like, oh, yeah, but the other words, like, it's interesting. So, so here's a question. If, if a player sees a word does something, does that word always do it? Or is it still a level of like each, each page is a little bit different? Right. Um, so it's possible that it won't, but we'd like to keep a consistency across the whole game. Um, so for example, the word rain, even if it's in two different stories, it will always make it rain. So it'll change the weather effects. Um, but we have plenty of uh, words that are unique, so uh, unique to each story, because you know we don't want to just keep recycling the same effects over and over. We have some effects that are shared across different levels, but the majority of the effects are all, are only found within each individual level. They're not repeated. That's a that's a very interesting. It seems like that's one of those we're going to call it uh, content dense things that that I assume is a small doubt that you guys ran into. Um, but so one of the comparisons that we was we started talking that you made was as we said it was it was a combination of Baba is you and and Don't Starve. Can we talk about the the Don't Starve comparison? The game kind of so when I think Don't Starve, I think like a survival strategy game almost, so like that like a Minecraft aspel darker. How how kind right. of in this game would would a person kind of when you say Don't Starve, what do you mean by that in this game? Well, don't start. I, I reference don't start primarily because of the the way you do locomotion in the game. So it's kind of like a top down sort of fake three D environment where it's all two D sprites, but it looks three D. But also, we do have RPG elements in the game, like similar to Don't Starve. Um, each act or each section of levels, or any, even each individual level, will have a different gimmick to it. For example, in the first uh, level that's available to play now in the demo. The there's like a hunger bar, so you can get hungry, and as you get hungry, you slow down. So the the player needs to find words that spawn food for the player to eat. So it's not as um, dire as Don't Starve. You won't die, and you don't need to. There's not a, a full crafting system and all that stuff, but there is um, some survival elements and RPG elements, like items that you can have that will give you different abilities and different uh, passive modifiers as well. Digging into like some of those kind of like what is what are like some modifiers or items that like stand out to you kind of as as when you're playing the game for for explore story yeah 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 um well right now we we're still prototyping the items we have four that we've kind of know for sure are are in and another four from the each individual boss uh, but some item effects like for example if you have um. This one particular item, you get your uh, you get your viewport zoomed out slightly, so you can have more on the screen. So it's maybe easier to read, or you can see things you couldn't see before from far away. And on that same token, we have a different item that acts as like a magical lamp, which um, it's kind of like a, if you can imagine a, a black light. So when you turn on this lamp, you get um, to see more words 
where the, where there previously wasn't. So there's even more hidden uh, stuff in the level. And of course, there's more basic stuff like uh, increasing your movement speed if you have a specific item and um, um, just kind of uh, like keys to specific areas. So if you have this key, you can go here. If you have this key, you can go somewhere else, that kind of thing. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, one of the other things I'd, I'd like to talk about is you said boss battles in this game. So boss battles, I think in any game, are always this interesting struggle or challenge because like it's that fine line of like oh we want to throw new things at a player and we want, we want them to use skills they had but we don't want it to be like this super tedious thing kind of can you talk about kind of mm-hmm. your guys logic behind boss battles and kind of give an example even broadly if you don't want to spoil them kind of what one might look like kind of in combat well um the one i could talk about is is the one we have already like as public access because we, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we have a demo that players have been already playing. And, and in that demo, we have one of the boss fights. It's a sort of still a work in progress. It's definitely not a finalized version of it, but it's, it's pretty close. Um, the idea of boss fights in this game, um, explore story is sort of like a pacifist type of game where the player themselves can't attack. And, uh, you know, there's no like guns or, or melee attacks or anything like that um so yeah um so we had to come up with boss fights that um use our core theme of interacting with words so in this particular boss fight um different words spawn on the floor and uh you can choose to interact with them or not by running over them so some words might help you by healing you or uh spawning obstacles to protect you from the boss and some words might harm you there's a word that traps you to the ground, allowing the boss to more easily catch you, or um, just words that straight up damage you. That's it's, it's very interesting. Right? So obviously, it's a. I think I think the way to describe your game in a lot of ways is this idea of indirect control, right? So you're, you're controlling the player, but like if you're then doing words mm-hmm. to do a thing, kind of that indirectness. Was that ever kind yeah. of like a struggle, kind of, when you guys were designing or as you're designing actively some of these bosses or a bigger challenges kind of the game to make sure this feels fair without driving people insane, kind of, kind of finding that fine line? Yeah, it's it's a challenge. This game has been a challenge um, every step of the way, basically, because we have very few, um, very few uh, similar games to to learn from. So we just use our general pool of knowledge across all genres. Um, when we were originally deciding to make it a full game after the game jam completed, we were throwing around ideas of maybe you can shoot projectiles, maybe you can do combat, maybe you can roll, maybe you can dodge. Um, but we thought that the action RPG kind of features were probably not, al- they don't align well with the rest of the game where you're just reading and walking around. So we decided we should morph the combat um, to fit more the the rest of the game instead of the other way around. Yeah, no, that's, that's I think it's a fair way to kind of think about it, and it makes a lot of sense. Kind of you're thinking about like like one of my pet peeves, especially like boss battles or more advanced combat, is like when a game just throws something that you never do at you, and it's like okay, like I, I get it, but like it, it like then it like feels not almost right. It seems like you guys kind of mm. thought about that and trying to make sure it wasn't this jarring change of experience. Um, the other thing I want to point out, too, is that we have not mentioned is 
So your game is can be played in in co-op and, and multiplayer kind of. Do you mind talking mm-hmm. about kind of the difference what what someone just playing by themselves would experience versus like if you brought a friend with you on this experience? Right. Um, so the game is designed first and foremost to be uh, a single player experience. Uh, so we want the single player experience to be good because we foresee most people playing it single player. However, the co-op experience, um, instead of just adding a second player that follows, like they just fo- they follow each other, and um, which should seem kind of just like a shallow, tacked-on kind of feature, we obviously have um, a distinction between the the co-op version of the game and the single player version. So their their levels are not the same. Um, they they still con they still cover the same content. Um, but the mini games, uh, puzzles, and even boss fights function differently. Uh, one really easy example to point to was, for example, um, some of the text in the levels will be obscured to one of the players. So player one might not be able to actually read what's written there, and player two can. So in that way, the players are forced to cooperate uh, because otherwise they, they might not know what to do if they were on their own. But of course, if you're playing single player, that doesn't exist you can read the whole text i'm kind of curious did that because obviously what that sounds like to me is some it was like there's at least a change of the amount of content or how the content's delivered obviously with multiple players was the amount of work that led expected for you guys because obviously in my head sort of design stuff and progress i'm like that sounds like it was a it was more than just allowing player. it sounds like there's a lot more content changes and stuff kind of in there was was that kind of as I said? You guys expected this amount of work, or is it harder? You guys expected when you kind of start digging into how to make this kind of work? Yeah, we expected um, we expected co op to be a big deal for us to it'd be very difficult to make because um, just just adding the capability of a second player to join the first player isn't actually compelling. So. We knew for sure it would involve having to redo all the levels, right? So we basically have two versions of the game. Um, the, very, the co-op versions and the single-player versions of each level are fairly similar. And in some cases, uh, even the mini-games are identical because we actually built the mini-game for two players. Like, it actually works better in two players, so we, we um, put it in the single-player the same way. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, is a, it is a huge undertaking. But honestly... Every kind of step of the way for this game is a huge undertaking because we also plan to do localization. And as you can imagine, since the game is text-oriented, the localization has to be well done, but it's also very tricky because if the length of the sentence changes or the lines on the page change, we have to move around all of our colliders and all of the triggers and stuff. So there's just a ton of work having to redo the levels for multiple reasons. Whether it's co-op or I, translation, I'd love to dig into that second. Right, so localization in any game is hard, right? And in RPGs, it's very hard because like the amount of text. But your guys' text not only matters from the sense of like you want it to make sense because of course you do. Like I translate and we should want it to make sense, but it mechanically matters what these words translate to. And I, I'm yeah. actually very curious because, like, in some languages, you have a, there's a tendency where a word might exist in one language or it might mean something slightly different. A different language has any of that been mm-hmm. a problem? Have you guys had to like go in and kind of change the phrasing of stuff to like accommodate well, so different languages? I expect we will do, but so far we haven't actually started localizing it because we we're going to save that for last because we want to make sure 
we don't want to make too many changes after we've localized it, right? So we're, we're going to wait until we have a more finalized version of all the text and everything is where it needs to be. And then we'll sort that out. But yeah, we need um, to be able to do it properly. We need people who can, like, I, I can't, we can't just receive a document with all of the game's text in Italian, right? That won't, that doesn't really help. I need to know what every word means. Because if, for example, the word uh, quickly was translated into Italian and then back to English, it means something else rapidly, um, then maybe the, the effect we have, the effect we play doesn't make sense contextually anymore, right? So there's, there's a lot of back and forth that I foresee with uh, the people who are going to help us with localizing, but we haven't started that process yet. That sounds like something I'm just going to wish you good luck on and, <laughs> and hope <laughs> the best. And yeah, because. I'm just picturing the the amount of stuff that go wrong because even like just even like different languages obviously like like so like I'll, you speak English I speak English like that's a left to right language there right to left language like there's just like a bunch of stuff that I'm like I'm just yeah. very curious kind of kind of how this will end up kind of working but yeah we might have to avoid or we might have to not translate into Arabic and Japanese and Chinese uh, because it's just right. too difficult. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just vague, and like obviously, like, and, it, and it's one of those that like, it both sucks and it both makes logistical sense from a size of team and stuff. But yeah, that's mm. that's an interesting problem. But yeah, so as we're talking, it is the game is slated to come out in early next year, right? Is that is that still the case? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, 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 I want to say thank you again for taking time. Uh, if people wanted to learn more or play the demo, where where should we send them? Uh, well, you can just go to exploratory.com and that will redirect you to our Steam page or just type in Exploratory on Steam. That's um, where the bulk of our effort in terms of keeping that updated and keeping that maintained is. We also have a demo there that you can play now. And even the demo itself is getting updates as we add more stuff to the game. Um, the demo only has a single player right now because uh, we're still messing around with how we're going to do multiplayer, whether we're going to have lobbies or um, directly connect. Um, but yeah, um, the Steam page is the, the best place for updates and to try the game. Perfect. Well, thank you again for taking time out of your day to talk about it. And again, it is Explory Story, and, and best of luck on finishing development and especially translations. <laughs> thank you very much. The SW Show and all of its affiliate podcasts are podcasts by me, Mike Maroney, and AJ Losey, by sometimes by contributors, including Corey King. You can follow the SWW Show on social media at the SWW Show, or sooner or later, you go to patreon.com slash SWW to help us out. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.